Hello, welcome to another story about the Peters family. The name of this week's story is Pearson's Prayer. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Last week's winners were siblings Livingston, Ransom, and Steadfast of Aubrey, Texas, with their answer of redeemed from the story, Mama Peters' pent-up outburst. Way to go, you guys! Now, it's time for this week's story, Pearson's Prayer. In Sunday school that morning, Pearson sat by Jake Myers during free time. They were playing with the building set together and were building a massive empire. Moments later, Todd Hicks walked over and joined them. I can build even bigger empires on my duplet, Jacob remarked as he connected another layer of a building. You have a duplet? Pearson was astonished. Duplets were pricey, and the gaming system was pretty new, so he was impressed that Jake already had his own. Yeah, got it for my birthday last month. It's awesome. I have one, but so does Johnny, Seth, Brian, Jackson, and I think Sam is getting one too. Jake responded, Really? By now, Pearson was wide-eyed. Yeah. Don't you have one, Pearson? Jake asked, incredulous. No, sir. Daddy and Mama Peters won't let me get a duplet, even if they were kind of cheap. Jake looked quizzical. Really? Why is that? I think they think video games are a waste of time. But they're pretty creative, too, Jake countered. And my mom likes that I get to learn how to do a little programming and building, which engages my mind. That's what my mom says, anyway. Hmm, I've never thought of that angle, Jake. I'll have to ask Mama Peters if she wants me to learn to be more creative. If she sees how beneficial they are, maybe she'll let me get a duplet. Todd, who had been engrossed in his building, suddenly looked up and announced, Not a chance you're getting a duplet, bro. I know Daddy and Mama P. They don't like video games, and I don't think it's going to sell them on to add the part about being creative, dude. Well, it can't hurt to try, Todd. You going to get a duplet, Todd? Pearson queried. Are you kidding me? My mom says the same thing as your mom, and it's cool, yo. I, I don't need to get sucked into something else. Don't you like duplets, Todd? Jacob queried. Yeah, they're pretty neat, but I don't think screen time is the best. At least that's what Ma says. And the Bible says that a, a wise son listens to instruction, so I want to be wise. And, and though du I mean, duplets are cool, don't get me wrong, but there's also a lot of cool stuff that's not super duper awesome to get involved with. You know what I mean, dude? I guess. Jake didn't seem convinced. The talk about Duplet was dropped as soon as Jake turned back to his project. Pearson knew Todd was probably right, but still, it felt so stinky to always be in the minority in every group. It seemed like Daddy and Mama Peters were so much stricter than the other parents. Pearson had begun to feel like he was an outsider all the time. His friends had all been talking about Duplets lately, and all of the games that go with the Duplets and Pearson could never relate or talk about any of it because he didn't understand some of the duplets lingo and language. It was getting to be flat-out annoying. He wanted to be part of the conversation about duplets, but more than that, he knew that duplets would be a whole new awesome world, and he wanted to check it out. So he earnestly prayed that God would change Daddy and Mama Peters' hearts, and he was determined to help God in that. On the way home from church, Daddy and Mama Peters asked the usual questions. How was Sunday school? What had they learned? 
Did they bless the teacher by their presence or cause trouble? Pearson answered distractedly and waited impatiently for Penelope's turn to pass. When finally she stopped talking and the twins had had their turn, Pearson was thankful and knew they would answer in a very abbreviated way since their words were limited by their toddler minds. So as soon as the twins finished, Pearson tapped Mama Peters on the shoulder and got her attention. Can I talk to you guys about something? Mama Peters, a look of alarm flashing across her face, turned in her seat to face Pearson. Of course, honey. Is something wrong? For the life of him, Pearson couldn't figure out how all parents reacted nearly the same way to the phrase, can I talk to you about something? But parents view that question a little differently. It can conjure up anxious thoughts of unending potential dangers and problems. However, Daddy and Mama Peters didn't want their imaginations to get the best of them, so they waited for Pearson to spill the beans. Well, Pearson began, Jake was telling Todd and me about his new duplets. You know what that is. It's that system that's super awesome, and it's supposed to increase intelligence and creativity in the people who use it. Pearson was ever so careful not to use the words gaming or play. Uh Uh-huh, Mama Peters listened, but sounded skeptical. Yeah, and I I was just thinking, it might be good to help me with my schoolwork, don't you think, Mama Peters? I mean, there are math programs that come with it, and all kinds of good stuff like that. Of course, Daddy Peters saw right through it. So it's a video game system that also helps with math. Daddy Peters understood the well-crafted presentation Pearson had given in order to convince Daddy and Mama Peters that his intentions were altruistic and that Pearson went out of his way to underscore the benefit of the duplet system, rather than highlight the downside. Well, yes, it is a video game system. I think that's it's more than that, though, Daddy Peters. Oh, so you don't have any interest in the video games part of it at all. Daddy Peters was sly in his questioning. Well, I don't really, but I'm not sure. I'm just saying that it might be really helpful to our family and to me, Pearson answered. And have you prayed about it? Daddy Peters wasn't finished with Pearson quite yet. Yes, exclaimed Pearson, though he had prayed more that God would change his parents' heart than anything. You did? Daddy Peters couldn't hide his surprise. Well, yes, it was, it was a prayer more about you, but, but yes, it was about the game. It was a prayer about me? In the rearview mirror, Pearson could see Daddy Peters' raised eyebrows. Well, I I prayed that God would change your hearts about it. Ah, I see. To be clear, then, you think that Mama Peters and I don't have the right perspective and that we need a change of heart in this? Am I understanding that correctly? That you didn't pray for wisdom for you or pray with the idea that maybe the Lord wouldn't want you to have one? Well, no. Pearson was sheepish. Tell you what, Pearson, let's do this. Why don't you agree with us to pray about it? I think we feel pretty set in our decision not to get a duplex. We feel the same way about every other screen system. Mama Peters and I are well aware that these systems are fun, but that they often do more harm than good, and we have prayed about it. But I am willing to pray about it some more because I feel confident that we are walking in wisdom in this. Will you commit to praying every single day about it? And maybe let's give it a week and let's talk about it again next Sunday and see how the Lord has moved in all of our hearts regarding the situation. It's a deal, but what should I be praying for exactly, Daddy Peters? Pearson was unclear about how to pray. How about you ask the Lord for wisdom? Ask Him to give us wisdom about it too and ask Him to give you wisdom and understanding. 
Ask him to align your heart with his and not his will with your heart. Ask that he would give you a happy heart, no matter what our decision is. Okay, Daddy Peters, I'll do that. And maybe we can talk about it again after church next Sunday? Yes, we'll plan to return to this conversation at the same time and in the same car a week from today. Okay, Daddy Peters, that sounds good. After they arrived home, Daddy and Mama Peters went to the room to talk for a bit before preparing for dinner. Daddy Peters, what would you think about us getting a duplets with the agreement that we moderate how much time is used for it? Mama Peters asked. Pearson's a really sweet boy. He's been easy to raise and is being respectful in his desire. Mama Peters, he has been a sweet boy and easy to raise. Praise the Lord for that. But I feel solid and firm in this, and I'm pretty adamant about it. And I understand that when Pearson is around his peers at times, they remind him of the difference between them, and that has to be hard to endure. But I cannot allow that to sway me. I see virtually no benefit, spiritual or otherwise, to get a duplets for any of us. I promised Pearson that I would earnestly pray about it this week, so I'm open to God changing my heart. But it could help him to be more creative, like he mentioned, Mama Peter suggested. Honey, while it might spark some creativity, I don't think it would spark more than what his own hands do or his mind when he's reading. The most creative minds aren't as a result of looking at a screen. It is always through disciplines of study and knowledge. The most creative people are people who have invested their energies in learning, and their output is always stronger and better than those who trade that kind of learning for screen time learning. Okay, Daddy Peters, I trust your decision. It is my job to submit to you. The Bible is clear that wives must submit to their husbands, and you make it easy to do since I know you're praying about it too. I am praying, Mama Peters, and I intend to pray about it every day this week. But since I have already prayed a lot about it and have reminded myself to stay strong about certain things as phones and screens, I want to stand against this slight onslaught in order to train myself to stand strong for the bigger challenges. I want Pearson to be trained to hear no and to recognize the wisdom of hearing no so that when the bigger things come along, he will already be accustomed to hearing us on these things. Oh, I get it, Daddy Peters, but we are certainly swimming upstream in this. Yes, we are, Mama Peters, and without the Lord's help, swimming upstream is going to exhaust us and we will soon cave. But staying in the Word and reminding ourselves of the goal to raise our children in the fear and discipline of the Lord and recognizing that those things that pull them to or away from that goal must be encouraged or dismissed is of utmost importance. Caving on these kinds of little things would likely set a pattern and make it easier to cave on the big things. We all have our lines in the sand, and this one is mine. But I want to honor my word to Pearson and pray with an open heart for the Lord's leading. Oh, how I love you, Daddy Peters. Mama gave Daddy Peters a big hug. Now I need to go get the roast out of the crock pot and get dinner on the table. Pearson knew that it was his job to show Daddy and Mama Peters that he was responsible and mature and would not push for something that they didn't want him to have. He understood that his goal would be undermined if he showed himself to be unwilling to wait patiently. But even waiting patiently was hard. He so wanted to make a case for the duplet system, and he wanted to have an answer sooner rather than later. But he was determined to hold up his end of the bargain by simply praying. And so every day that week, Pearson prayed. He was faithful to pray in the manner in which Daddy Peters had asked him. God, I really want to do plets. 
I think it would be super fun and cool, and it can probably be good for creativity. But I want your way more than a duplex. Help me to not want a duplex if you don't want me to have one. Take that desire from me. Help me to listen to wisdom. I know James 1 says that if I ask for wisdom, you'll give me wisdom. So I'm asking you for wisdom, God. Please give it to me. Help me to know what is good or bad about having a duplex and help me to listen to Daddy and Mama Peters about it. Help them to have wisdom too. And help me be content no matter what the decision is. I love you, God. Amen. With little variation, this was the prayer that Pearson had been praying all week long. And every day, he did his best to show that he was responsible and mature. He did his schoolwork with little prompting, and he made every effort to help around the house. He wasn't trying to manipulate Daddy and Mama Peters, but he was trying to show that he had a level of maturity and that he could be trusted. Only a funny thing happened. By the time Saturday rolled around, Pearson's prayer began to change. He couldn't pinpoint exactly why, but he began to pray in a different way. After a long hike day with his family and chatting on the trail with Daddy and Mama Peters with no mention of the duplets at all, Pearson's prayer that night, in the solitude of his room, as he lay in the stillness of the darkness, was in complete contrast to his prayers earlier in the week. God, thank you so much for Daddy and Mama Peters, for Penelope and Patience and Priscilla. What a great day it was to hike up on Evergreen Mountain and see the beautiful trees in blossom. Thank you, Lord, for your creation. Thank you for the sunshine and now the moonshine. And Lord, thank you that I don't need a screen to have fun, that you have given me fun in all these things. Thank you, Lord, for giving me wisdom that I've asked for and help me to be able to boldly talk to Daddy and Mama Peters tomorrow about my change of heart. His voice began to quaver as his eyes filled with tears. And thank you, God, for showing me that a duplex might turn my heart from you to idolatry and help me worship you. Thank you for giving me Daddy and Mama Peters to help protect me from my own desires and to help my desires to be your desires. I love you, God. Amen. Pearson fell asleep soundly and nearly immediately after praying. God had worked in his heart and had shown him through faithful prayer that Daddy Peters and Mama Peters had good reasons for their aversion to duplets and screen time in general. Through a myriad of activities that week, Pearson realized how much creative thought he had just by playing with his hands and using his feet to trounce through creation. And God had helped him to know that the pressure he felt to get a duplex was all gone when he was away from kids talking about it all the time. At church the next day, several people, including a college-aged young man named Michael, were baptized. Michael gave his testimony to the congregation, and as though the timing could not have been any more perfect, he talked about his screen idolatry and how God had delivered him after going through a lot of depression and loneliness after being sucked into the world of entertainment hour after hour. Pearson listened intently to Michael's testimony and was moved to tears as he heard how God had delivered and redeemed him from his enslavement to sin. And he silently prayed a prayer of thanksgiving that God had sought to spare him of the same entrapment through the wisdom of his parents. He was so engrossed in his thoughts that when the closing hymn was announced, Break Thou the Bread of Life, he barely heard it. And though he sang along, he was blown away by the providence of God. But 
As he sang the last line of the first verse, his thoughts went to what he was singing, and he could barely sing them because he was overwhelmed by the transformation in his heart. Through tears, he sang, My spirit pants for thee, O living word. But more amazing was his conversation with Jake Myers in Sunday school after the big service had ended. Jake, too, had taken Michael's testimony to heart and told Pearson, Dude, don't get a duplets. It's not worth it. That guy, Michael, who gave his testimony, that was powerful. And he's right. I have felt that. I think about duplets all the time, even when I'm not playing it. And I don't want to be like that anymore. I'm going to ask my mom if we can sell duplets today. It's not worth it, you know? I don't want to go through what Michael went through. It was clear that the Spirit had done a work in Jake's heart, and his words made it obvious that he was under deep conviction. Todd gave Jake a fist bump. Dude, this bro, Todd paused to point at Pearson. We're both going to pray for you. Thanks, Todd. I'm going to pray a lot too, Jake responded. And after Sunday school, when Pearson sat in the car and awaited his turn to talk, he didn't feel impatient as he listened to Penelope share about class. His heart was at rest, and he had perfect peace, knowing that God had only further solidified his decision through the blessing of church that day. Daddy and Mama Peters, can I talk to you? Pearson asked when it was his turn to speak. This time, though, Mama Peters' heart did not skip a beat because she knew what was coming. She knew that they were about to revisit the Duplex conversation from a week before. So she prayed a quick prayer for Daddy Peters to be gentle in his response, knowing that he would have to lower the boom and deliver the bad news. Pearson began to speak. Daddy Peters and Mama Peters, I've prayed all week like Daddy Peters asked me to pray. And then the testimony of Michael today, well, that, that was amazing. And the Lord has changed my heart. I no longer want a duplet system. I mean, part of me wants it, but I think it would be unwise. I remember the old video game system you used to let me play on Saturdays. And I remember being sucked into that even though you limited my time. And I don't want to go down that path. And part of me does feel left out sometimes when I'm talking to my friends. But then I think of Noah who was by himself in building the ark and telling people to get ready for judgment. And then my mind went to John the Baptist. I bet he didn't have a lot of friends. I mean, he wore camel clothes and ate bugs. He was so different. And so I've been thinking that I'd better get used to being different, not just because I should be different, but because radical amputation and commitment to keep my heart unstained by the world means I need to be willing to give up what other people may not want to give up. So yeah, I want to be strong in my convictions. Wow, Pearson, praise God. I guess I'm kind of shocked. This is, this is quite a turn. Daddy Peters was full of gratitude. Well, Daddy Peters, you're the one who told me how to pray, and God gave me the wisdom I asked for. Well, Pearson, I sure can see that, and I'm pleased and thankful. I don't know what else to say. But I praise the Lord that he put your mind on the same page as mine and on his. Oh, well then I'm wondering if your mind is also on the same page as mine about something else then, Pearson said hopefully, and with a wink. Let me guess. Daddy Peters knew all too well to what Pearson was referring. He'd had years of experience of after-church stops. 
Your mind is on slushies. Well, it sounds like you got some wisdom too, Daddy Peters, Pearson said laughing. (laughs) And with that, Daddy Peters turned into the convenience store parking lot to buy slushies for all, much to his family's delight. This is Grandmom's Corner. This week's story is about a sensitive subject, about video games and the like. As my kids were growing up, we bought an electronic game console, but it wasn't connected to the internet. However, we didn't want to get our kids sucked into the habit of playing games all day, nor did we want them to feel entitled that they could play the game anytime they wanted. So there were rules. Play was restricted to the weekend, and they had to ask before they played, and 30 minutes was the maximum. But the time had to be earned by doing chores around the house, and they were age-appropriate chores. For example, putting the clothes from the washer to the dryer earned five minutes. We also reserved the right to take away time for poor behavior, a job poorly done, etc. Today, though, there are all kinds of connections that can be made via the internet. As parents, it is our responsibility to know what our kids are seeing on the internet. And to all the kids listening, remember, your mom and dad love you and they want the very best for you. Being on the internet all the time is not the best for you. They don't want you to become zombies and only be involved with the virtual world. Being solitary with only gaming as your companion is an insidious practice. Recently, a young man at our church was baptized and he gave his testimony. He spoke of how he didn't want to do anything but play games over the internet and what a solitary experience it was. And he spoke of how God gloriously delivered him from idolatry, which is the worship of something other than God. Proverbs 18.1 says, He who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. The young man spoke of escaping from reality, which is antithetical to what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that we are to reach out to people and be involved in their lives. Despite the fact that video games can be fun, if you are involved in gaming on the internet, you should be aware of the dangers. And your parents want to protect you from such danger. They are all too aware that Satan is an angel of light and he wants to entangle us in all manner of bad habits and sin. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So listen to your parents and obey them, because besides the Lord, they love you more than anyone else loves you. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.